This episode of Tech News Day is sponsored by Mac Weldon and by Stamps.com. Look, I know we literally just did an oops all NFT news episode this week. Don't but, go anywhere. But NFTs are the tech story of the year. And we're going to cover it in the year-end thing, too. And uh, not even in the sense that they're actually good or innovative or exciting or improving anyone's lives in any way, but just in the sense that the NFT news simply does not stop. It is inescapable. Ever. And look, I, I was happy to see a bunch of comments in the last video where it was just like, at least it's fun to watch you guys mock that, mock them, and I wouldn't know anything uh, as the news is on these if it wasn't for you guys. So uh, we're just here to let you know what's going on yeah. in the in the space, uh, and uh, in a way that is informative and hopefully entertaining. Now, so, a lot of you seem to be enjoying my misery. Yeah, exactly. In all this, so yeah. I, I actually I, I gave Elliot the other night. I presented him, as I said last month, I was going to get him an NFT for Christmas. And I got Elliot an NFT for Christmas. Uh, you can show it if you want, or if you don't, if you want to hold on to the valuable, uh, the rarity of it. But then I told Elliot, I was like, I got him one of those squatting slobs. Yeah. And uh, I said, okay, now all you have to do is download the Phantom Wallet. Uh. And <laughs> And he refuses to do it and instead I'll just... just save the JPEG in my, my document. That's folder. not how it works, Elliot. This is a gift. Except Ugh. my Christmas gift. Anyway, more NFT news. But yeah. on the bright side, this first NFT news has the added element of also involving the most successfully annoying cartoon character of the early 21st century, Crazy Frog. <laughs> so a few weeks back on Weekly Weird News, we discussed the return of Crazy Frog that absolutely no one asked for, and how while this was surely just going to involve covers of top 40 hits with Crazy Frog on vocals, it was also a distinct possibility that in the age of Lazy lions and bored apes and other adjective animals, crazy frog <laughs> NFTs might be in the works. And turns out, yes. Yeah, the name was already there, crazy frogs. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, called it, by the way, Swish. Who could have guessed? Yeah. It, it, and then at a time when every fucking <laughs> intellectual property holder is trying to exploit this gold rush as much as possible, mm -hmm. that crazy frog would would get in on this as well. I I would actually think this is totally awesome if the, uh, you know how like everyone is slightly different based on an algorithm? His uh, penis, his is, slightly penis different. is slightly different. Different yeah. colors, different lengths, the, girths. The, the long dick crazy frog, very rare. Yeah, this dick, this crazy frog's dick is dragging. It is yeah. the rarest one you can get, and it's a gold <laughs> dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, mine has a Louis Vuitton dick, so. Yeah. Mm. My dick's got its own sunglasses and hat. Yeah, it has a, la the penis head has laser eyes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, in case you were wondering, uh, with the hit song Crazy Frog would be returning with after more than a decade away, uh, it's an EDM version of Run DMC's 1986 old rap song, It's Tricky. Uh, also, despite what Crazy Frog's owner, Wolfgang Boss, previously claimed, Crazy Frog is completely emasculated in the new video, with no Crazy Frog penis in sight. That's I was, for the NFT. I was told there would be penis, but yeah, yeah. they might be saving that for uh, for the big spenders. The, the for whales. the blockchain. Uh, the feminization of Western males, it has to stop. Yeah, it's everywhere, folks. It starts and stops with Crazy Frog. Uh, but anyways, back to uh, the Crazy Frog NFTs. Now, I know that you would absolutely love to see what exactly they look like, but it hasn't been revealed yet, although you could imagine very easily. Yeah. Uh, all anyone knows is that on December 23rd, a new music-focused NFT platform called MetaBeats is debuting a Crazy Frog NFT collection with the MetaBeats website saying the following about it. What's going on? 
the official return of Crazy Frog is commemorated with a unique NFT collection only available on MetaBeats. These NFTs can later be used to unlock the door of the Crazy Frog MetaBeats home. Don't miss out on being part of Crazy Frog history. Oh, why would I want to miss out on that? Oh, I don't know. It's so tantalizing and delicious. You get a home for Crazy Frog to yeah, live in? Yeah, what could that even mean? Do I get a little house that I can put my little Crazy Frog NFTs on the wall and... Wow. No, it's a house that he lives in. You are you are literally keeping him captive in this NFT house. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, when I said before that the return of Crazy Frog is something absolutely no one asked for, I, I may have been exaggerating. There does seem to be uh, some serious Crazy Frog heads out there. And the consensus among them seems to be serious hostility <laughs> to the idea of Crazy Frog NFTs. So much so that Crazy Frog has had to do some damage control on Twitter, uh, starting with this post. Hey, y'all, we know there's a lot of questions and concerns about the NFT drop on MetaBeats. Let's get a few things out of the way. These are official NFTs. They will happen, and we understand if anyone's not for them. As seen before, there have been quite a few fake scam NFTs trying to use the Crazy Frog name in the past. Simply put, the only way we can truly stop them for good is to make our own. It's an arms race. Yeah. <laughs> This drop is only really meant for the crypto slash NFT communities as well. Behind the scenes, we're going to be working on something truly special for everyone in the future, dedicated to the biggest fans, and it will be on the metaverse. Oh, no. It'll be crazy. Mm. Again, we understand anyone's aversion towards NFTs right now. If you would like to voice your concerns, please email us <laughs> at team at crazyfrog.tv. Thank you all for being so supportive of my return this year. This is only the beginning. Please stay tuned. I hate to be the person that was working on that uh, email address uh, yeah. going through all of yeah. that. But uh, yeah, this is what's funny about this is truly this is just for weirdos who have more money than sense and want to buy into it because everyone is going to be able to just get these crazy frog tracks. Like if all you have to do is go to the site and look at it, you don't have to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the it's tricky. It's already uh, it's already charting in Russia. So Oh, there you go. It's right there on YouTube. But yeah, I agree with uh, everyone who is excited for the return of Crazy Frog, but still angry at the idea of uh, exploiting him using yeah. NFTs, that Crazy Frog is for the people. This is what Crazy Frog's about. Yes. It, you know, it's it's for everyone to enjoy. Yeah. Not just a select few uh, crypto nerds. Yeah. Uh, anyways, people did certainly voice their concerns to that email. Uh, Crazy Frog shared screenshots of a few of those emails with Vice. Here's one. Dear Crazy Frog, Fuck you all, you NFT dickhead shower of bastards. If you actually understand the impact of NFTs, ye might be intelligent enough to stay afloat as a company without having to resort to destroying the environment and encouraging shitty JPEGs to be sold at a fucking auction. Goodbye and fuck off. Vice's article also <laughs> quotes some other emails. Go back to hell, you little demon amphibian. Nobody wants you anymore because you are just now posting cringe in general. Fuck you and burn in hell. Crazy Frog at first seemed to uh, take this all in stride, posting, 2005, I was the world's most hated frog. 2021, I am the world's most hated frog. Nothing's changed, huh? Won't cancel the NFTs. That's funny. Now he's goading people into yeah. more abuse. In the middle there, I mean, Pepe was the most hated frog. Yes, there was, uh, uh, there was a, you know, uh, a torch that was carried. Yeah. Um, look, I don't know what uh, blockchain technology Crazy Frog is using. They're but using it like they, they're very, uh, <laughs> they're doing damage control. They're like, it's not Ethereum. It's, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but apparently it uses uh, proof of 
stake. Yeah, so so that's the thing is like in any of these arguments, same with like with like politics. It's like there's certain arguments you can make, and there's certain arguments that uh, are valid, but will also have an entire community. Ha- you're just giving them ammunition to refute any other part of your statement yeah. by saying that it's damaging the environment. It's like yes, there's lots of NFT. Uh, uh, sources out there that do not fuck with the environment. It's mainly Ethereum. So, like, when you use that as the basis of your argument, it's just easy for people to be like, well, they're actually using yeah. this. Well, e- even with Ethereum, they're like, well, use this weight. It's going to be, uh, <laughs> most of it's powered by windmills. Uh, anyways, there's a lot There's a lot here to actually uh, point out as being dumb, stupid, yeah. and exploitative outside of the environmental impact, which is true in a lot of cases, but not in some. Those gas fees, man. Yeah. Joe Biden. But anyway, all that inbox flaming eventually led Crazy Frog to posting a nine-tweet thread, which begins with, Hello, everyone. We would like to start this message by acknowledging that while we appreciate all the valid criticism towards NFTs, sending us death threats and other nasty things to our email isn't cool or productive. I love that this was the first, because uh, I hadn't been following the saga on Twitter, obviously, but this was the first tweet that I saw. <laughs> so coming in blind from just... Stop sending us death threats. Yeah, last, year, or last month's coverage of just being like, hey, Crazy Frog's coming back, to seeing a tweet where it's like, people are threatening the frog with death uh, over NFTs yeah, is a very funny way to come into it. a real milkshake frog situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thread then goes out of its way to let everyone know that when you're mean to Crazy Frog, you're actually just being mean to Crazy Frog's social team, who have no control over Crazy Frog's NFT plans. Mm. Uh, in fact, it sounds like Crazy Frog's social team might be actually pretty conflicted about all this. Everyone has a say in the brand matters. However, the higher-ups have still decided to go forward with the project. Not all of us agree, and we may sometimes express disapproval promoting it. We are allowed to do so, and we have been only speaking from our own personal judgment. Which is fair, and a lot of these companies are dealing with that as well. Like, you think McDonald's social media team, who is... Ah, right. oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, I just want to post about McChickens. Yes. Uh, how you can fuck them. And they also re- respond to environmental concerns by pointing out that they are not using Ethereum and are instead using a different blockchain with delegated proof-of-stake validation, which they say is more environmentally friendly. But it does seem that Crazy Frog's social team is actually serious about not being totally down with the NFT stuff. Um... Uh, <laughs> Someone replied to them, uh, one of those posts with, if they're making you support NFTs against your will, like this reply. And Crazy Frog liked that reply. This is a call for help. Civil war down at Crazy Frog HQ. Someone is keeping that frog hostage in their metaverse house and mm-hmm. he wants to be let out. I just want to bring the ding ding ding. And uh... <laughs> I just want to bring the ding 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 in peace. <laughs> I just want to bring the ding 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 the holiday joy. And yeah. instead, uh, they are ruining my image. And anyways, Crazy Frog's likes tab has several other examples of this, with Crazy Frog tapping the heart button for comments like, I'm going to screenshot all your NFTs, and for the love of God, just sell normal merchandise like t-shirts and plushies instead of this rich white boy exclusivity club environment destroying bullshit. And over on Crazy Frog's official Discord, the tension within Crazy Frog is in full display. Uh, Yeah. Here's Vice. In chats, the Crazy Frog Discord administrators paint a picture of the NFT idea apparently being pushed by Crazy Frog producer Reinhardt Wraith, and they don't exactly seem excited about it. Quote, NFTs are not for fans, said an admin in one backlash-filled thread on Discord, for monkey guys. When a user later said, crypto bros will buy into anything, even if it's a fake, to be honest, the same admin replied, that's the point. Wraith thinks they're rich. Do you think we didn't tell him all the stuff everyone's already said? Said another admin, they're happening and it's his idea and his final word. 
We do not want to give fans false hope on changing the NFT situation, said yet another Crazy Frog Discord admin. The producer is hell-bent on that, and also, we do not want to not speak out, because people already believe we were not talking about it to hide that fact. That also doesn't help. And with the project being filled with people from NFT companies, they believe Crazy Frog is perfect for what they represent. And yeah, it's, it's got to suck. Uh, just imagine being a true OG Crazy Frog fan who after 12 years of no Crazy Frog is not only excited about new Crazy Frog music, but you also got a sweet gig doing social media for Crazy Frog's comeback. Wow. The dream the job. The dream. It's like that and driving the Wienermobile. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, you got to sell these Wienermobile NFTs. Sorry. Oh, this isn't what the Wienermobile is about. <laughs> oh, you thought you were giving out weenie whistles? No, you're giving out <laughs> QR codes. Yeah. Uh, but now it's happening and your entire job is doing damage control about NFT stuff, which, look, I'll say, this is great on-the-job training for future endeavors. Yeah. Because that is 90% of corporate social media. Damage control. Yep. Crazy Frog, like I said, for the people. It used to be about the music, man. man. Crazy Frog used to be all about the music, man. Uh, anyways, we do wait with bated breath for the Crazy Frog NFT drop on December 23rd because... After all this fuss, we really want to know what these things look like and how much people are going to be paying for them. And I, I just want to add, like this is, uh, if you want to look at it as a, in a different angle, I'm talking to the crazy heads oh, right okay. now. If you want to look at it at a different angle, you have a bunch of speculative rich morons funding a project that you love. Just yeah. look at it that way. This is... Uh, they don't care about the music, man. But it doesn't matter. It's like the people that paid to produce Quibi content. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that enjoyed Quibi's shows that are now watching them on Roku. Uh, and it all it took was a bunch of morons burning their money in order to make that happen. So if you want to look at it in that way, like this, this isn't hurting you. It's actually providing you with uh, stuff that wouldn't have otherwise been released. I guess. So when you're hearing all those crazy frog uh, top of the pops hits from this year... You have crypto bros to thank. Yeah. Maybe Crazy Frog even does an IPO. That'd be exciting. Exactly. Funding secured via <laughs> NFTs. Yes. Frog coin, frog, yeah. which probably already exists. I think it probably. does. Probably. So. Anyway, the feeling of being a Crazy Frog super fan and seeing the thing you love just turn into another NFT project is probably nothing compared to a few other recent NFT projects that people have had uh, mixed at best feelings about. Some of these are sick, <laughs> like uh, disgusting. So first up, Stan Lee has been dead just three years now, and mm -hmm. even before his death, his intellectual properties were tied up in a real legal mess that pretty much ensured that after his death, he'd be simply a brand identity with no connection to Stan Lee's family or anyone that actually worked with him. So POW Entertainment, P-O-W, which Lee sued, or he started the company, but then later sued for a billion dollars before he died, claiming they'd essentially stolen his life's work, including like forging signatures and shit. Mm. Anyway. Elder abuse. Yeah. The, Allegedly. Yeah, there were a lot of allegations of elder abuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, POW Entertainment now controls Lee's likeness and intellectual properties, and that also includes his Twitter account, which they run. So knowing all of that, here's a recent post from Stan Lee. Who is dead? Stan Lee. Yeah. From championing diversity to embracing new tech, Stan was one step ahead of the curve. To honor his innovative spirit, Stan's first Indian hero, Chakra the Invincible, debuts in his own NFT, digital art, collection from 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 12.27, to 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 12.29. Sign up here. And as you'd assume, this did not go over well at all. 
it, it, it was very bad. Twitter joined forces to hate on yeah. this. Uh, and the reaction to it can be summarized quite well by the first two replies that pop up underneath the tweet. The first, from Dictionary.com, a verified account, <laughs> yeah. says, The verb defile was first <laughs> recorded in 1275 to 1325 and comes from the old French word defouler, meaning to trample on, violate. Hmm. Verified account, by the way. Yeah. Uh, below that, there's this from Dolan Dark. Can't believe Stan Lee came back from the dead just to promote an NFT. And, uh, oh, wait, what's the third reply? It is Crazy Frog himself <laughs> with NFTs shouldn't be done this way. This is terrible. Wow. Because at least Crazy Frog's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. He was just in retirement. Anyway, in a similar vein, as we discovered not that long ago, Bob Ross's legacy got completely swindled away from his family when he died. And the Bob Ross brand has absolutely nothing to do with the Ross family. Uh, Bob Ross, Inc. pulls in millions of dollars a year, but Bob's son, Steve who was in the original Joy of Painting show, does not receive a single red cent from any of the various goods marketed with his father's likeness. Even though uh, it's important to point out that like Bob Ross didn't knowingly yeah, allow he, this to happen. He, he actually swindled. fought for getting the, his, the rights to his likeness back. So it wasn't like he screwed his son. Yeah, no, he got screwed. Yes. And by extension, his entire family got screwed. Um, and yeah, so they sell all sorts of stuff. Mints, they, they, chia pets. Yeah, anything. Like yeah. you go to your spent local Spencer's Gifts, it's just full of Bob stuff. You're like, yeah. wow, it's so cool that the Bob Ross family, get, no, they're not getting any of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, now that big pile of Bob Ross merch includes NFTs, which Bob Ross Inc. is doing in collaboration with Funko. Look at this. Bob Ross's legacy of creating and investing in the art of painting are values that both Funko artists and fans believe in. We're excited to offer Bob Ross Digital Pop, launching 1221. And yeah, look at all these cute little Bob Ross digital trading cards that his son will see absolutely no revenue from. Great they shit. Even, they couldn't even do the paintings? No. They're wow. just like, did, I, didn't, I didn't realize Funko was doing NFTs, but yeah, they are. And it's just trading cards of two-dimensional NFTs, like, Doing, doing dancing and stuff. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, if you can find it on Instagram, you have to look at Dave Jester, who is another uh, one of Bob Ross's friends and understudies, who does the current courses with Steve Ross. Uh, he is now, through his site, because Steve is technologically illiterate, yeah. uh, selling Steve Ross originals. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Cool. Dave Jester Art, I believe, is the Steve Instagram. Steve is a great painter. Yeah, so if you want a Bob Ross painting, from, like uh, essentially it's, it's the same technique and yeah. landscapes, but from his son, you can actually buy one and have it yourself instead of buying a fucking NFT for probably the same price yeah. or close to it. Yeah. I uh, just thought I'd put that out there for anyone who actually you, wants to spend can, money on something tangible. You can buy real physical art, guys. It's, yeah. uh, From his son. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird concept, but I swear to God it's going to benefit you. Yeah. And, and you can look at it every day. It's just as non-fungible as anything else. Yeah. Uh, both Stan Lee and Bob Ross's NFTs, they were announced on Tuesday. A real double whammy of grave robbing. Uh, the top reply under Funko's post reads, If I had a nickel for every time a dead man's legacy was used to promote NFTs on December 14th, 2021, I'd have two nickels. Which isn't a lot, but it is weird that it happened twice, right? To which someone else replied, Three, they're also making George Floyd NFTs. Uh, and yeah, uh, that person is not joking. Uh, the Floydies... NFT collection has seemingly no connection to George Floyd's family or the Black Lives Matter movement in general, but it exists, and his family should definitely sue. And not just for trying to profit off his likeness and legacy, but also because these NFTs are hideous, even by NFT standards. 
just extremely low effort shit here. I mean, but people, but NFT people have no taste. Some of these uh, have they've sold for hundreds of dollars. Uh, with the current floor price on OpenSea at five ether, or just under twenty thousand dollars, President G launched the missiles. It's time to strike, President Xi. <laughs> We've had enough. My country yearns for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Rescue us! Uh, anyway, that's that's enough NFT news for this mm. week. And hopefully the last NFT news we cover this year. But who knows? There's still time for plenty more bullshit to transpire it, in it, this last week of content. It's definitely in the yearly recap as one of yeah. the worst things of the year. Oh, yeah. Probably yeah. number one. Mm. Anyway, we've got... I think COVID might be number one. Yeah, COVID NFTs. Who, who's to say which was worse? <laughs> um, anyway, we've got some non-NFT news for you coming right up. But first, a word from this week's sponsor, starting with Mac Weldon. The holiday season's here, and with it come the yearly questions of what do I wear to non-ugly sweater parties? And how do I maximize my time savoring holiday moments and minimize my time shopping for gifts? Well, fear not, weary holiday wanderer. Mac Weldon has all the answers. Whether it's an office party, a party with family and friends, or just a holiday party of you, your couch, and a game on TV, Mack Weldon has all the essentials to keep you stylish and comfortable throughout the season. And their innovative daily wear system has taken the hard work out of outfit planning with pieces designed to work together for any occasion, saving you time and sparing you extra holiday stress. We're talking top-notch tops, best-selling bottoms, and underwear and accessories that will please even the scroogiest guys on your list. With Mack Weldon, your holiday heavy lifting will be complete within minutes. The Ace sweatshirts and sweatpants and warm knit collection are perfect for the winter season. Even if you're a sweatpants skeptic, Mack Weldon's Ace collection will change your mind with its super soft, high-performance fabric and unmatched style. Perfect for hanging out at home or running errands around the town. And their warm-knit shirts, vest, pajama pants, and more will keep you at the perfect temperature so you're ready for the cold. This holiday season, every guy deserves to wear unforgettable clothes that he loves for the moments with loved ones that he'll never forget. That's why Mack Weldon is always on our holiday list for giving and getting. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com Newsday and enter promo code Newsday. That is MacWeldon.com Newsday. Promo code Newsday for 20% off. Mack Weldon. Get it right this holiday season. This episode is also sponsored by Stamps.com. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holiday. Whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle, Stamps.com can save you so much time, money, and stress during the holidays. Access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip. And get discounts you won't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. Going to the post office instead of using Stamps.com, it's kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. You're just going up a couple floors, whatever, take the stairs. Walking up 30 flights a day, you could use a break. Mm -hmm. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money, you'll wonder why you didn't start sooner. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code NEWSDAY for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter our code NEWSDAY. Get that deal. Get those deals. We mm -hmm. love deals here, don't we, folks? We love a good deal. All right, back to the news now. And uh, it's not NFT stuff, but it's still just more horrible news. Uh, if the revelations out of Activision Blizzard about various forms of discrimination against women weren't already horrifying, uh, here's something to really push you over the edge. 
Uh, last week, former employee Jessica Gonzalez posted a thread to Twitter featuring screenshots from a Slack chat group for current and former women employees at Activision Blizzard. The screenshots listed various ways that breastfeeding mothers were not properly accommodated at the company, but one item on that list stood out. Refrigerators had padlocks that were not consistently locked or could be accessed by other employees. Employees were using the fridges to store their beer in. But the reason there were locks on them in the first place is that nursing people's breast milk would be stolen. Uh... So this was further corroborated by Blizzard cybersecurity analyst Stephanie Lyon, who said in another Slack screenshot, actually, you know what? I'm not HR, so I'm done tiptoeing around these issues to be sensitive. Men stole them. Uh, so that's absolutely fucked up. That's uh, some real freaky Homelander shit. Men stealing breast milk? For what? Don't I don't want to know. I'm sure we can all assume. Anyways, yeah. the, uh, th that's the biggest eye-catcher from that thread. But it also sounds like lactation rooms were kept in terrible condition despite repeated requests to fix that. And one former employee even jumped in the thread to mention how his wife was once not let into lactation rooms uh, because some dudes were using it to take their nap. Uh, and I think that was like in one of the Christ. original uh, reportings as well. Like the lactation rooms were used like, uh, we need an extra office to do business yeah. in and also sleep in. Oh, can you lactate later? Is that okay? Mm -hmm. We're doing doing business here. Men business. <laughs> anyway, go looking ahead. at hot girl calendars. How, what's the what's the status? How are we doing in the fridge over there? We good? Can we pass around? A Why don't we just cut out the middleman and I'll just open my mouth? Mm. Mm. Like at a Japanese steakhouse. No baby needs that much milk. Mm -hmm. God, you fucking freaks. Anyway, Activision Blizzard is of course not the only toxic workplace out there, and this week. A woman named Ashley Kosak, who recently quit her job as a mission integration engineer at SpaceX, published an essay detailing a pattern of sexual harassment that she both witnessed and received during her four years at the company, which she says was never properly dealt with by HR. It's uh, a lot of patterns here. Uh, here's a few paragraphs from her essay. A few weeks after my start date, a fellow intern approached me in our intern housing and grabbed my butt while I was washing my dishes. I reported the incident to a superior and another colleague, but the matter was never brought to HR. I had to continue living in the residence with this man. Over my next two years as a SpaceX intern, countless men made sexual advances towards me. In 2018, during a team bonding event, a male colleague ran his hand over my shirt from my lower waist to my chest. I told my supervisors what he had done, then met with HR and reported the inappropriate behavior, but no one followed up. This man remained part of the team I reported to and worked for. Given my tenuous position at the company, I felt powerless. In the past year alone, I have had to bring multiple different incidents of sexism to HR. Some of the men who work at SpaceX hug women without consent, stare at women while they work, and interpret every company-related social event as an opportunity to date or hit on women in the office. I saw one woman pressured into dancing with a male colleague in front of other male employees. When we had to work from home during the pandemic, men from the company found my Instagram account messaging me to ask me out. One called my phone at 4 a.m. Another coworker came to my house and insisted on touching me even when I repeatedly requested we stay professional. Yikes. So a lot of the same shit as Activision Blizzard and pretty much every company. Yes. But uh, the essay also covers what Ashley says were efforts by her and other SpaceX employees to try and make the company more environmentally sustainable and carbon neutral by 2030, which she says wasn't treated as a serious concern by higher-ups. And this is something that, like, doesn't get talked about a lot, but, like, you see, you're like, oh, Elon Musk, like, sustainable energy. Like, SpaceX is, uh, is not a sustainable company and have actually done, like, a lot of harm to the areas around where they have uh, headquarters at. Mm -hmm. um, it's not good. 
And uh, yeah, she says that uh, the plans that her and her coworkers brought to the company were not treated as a serious concern, uh, including by Elon Musk, who just like replied to one of her emails, just being like, uh, "We we use windmills. We have windmills, and we got solar panels." Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also sounds like there might be a bit of a burnout problem in SpaceX's company culture, just in general. Um, more from that essay. This carrot is held over our heads as SpaceX employees. If we can stay another year, another five years, then the 20-hour days, the constantly shifting priorities and goals, and maybe even the sexism will be worth it. It's a cognitive dissonance reassuring you that the more you are hurt, the higher the payoff will be. And that is what SpaceX banks on. Meanwhile, Elon manufactures a scarcity complex, making public statements that say, we're going to go bankrupt, yet his personal net worth is one of the highest on the planet. His company is valued at $100 billion. The engineers and other employees who continue to meet impressive and innovative milestones and bring the SpaceX mission to life will, of course, make some money on stock options if they stay at the company, but only a tiny fraction of the wealth that large shareholders will see. If more money is needed, Elon could work harder, as he frequently admonishes his engineers to do, to tap fundraising sources rather than threaten bankruptcy. Instead, he pushes engineers to the point of burnout, berates employees for not meeting the expectations he shifts at whiplash speed, or threatens workers with job loss if they don't increase their output. Yeah, so none of that's really all that surprising. No. But it is yet another example of a toxic company uh, culture at a company at the forefront of its industry. But despite any critiques you might level at Elon Musk, uh, it's official. He's Time's Person of the Year, which, as we all know, means uh, best person of the year. Yeah. Goodest boy. Goodest boy, yes. Uh, But it actually doesn't. And we're all aware of that because of who has been on the cover throughout its entire existence. Um, The list of persons of the year includes plenty of terrible people. Hitler, Stalin, American women, and worst of all, (laughs) you. Yeah, you. They'll put Uh, anyone on the cover of time. Even you. Uh, Or you could get one of those mirrors like in the Lebowski movie. Yeah. Uh, Elon's person of the year designation makes plenty of sense. Uh, He's the richest person on earth. He runs multiple successful companies. And most important of all, he's completely unavoidable. Somehow the world's richest and busiest man finds time throughout his day to shitpost. Uh, Lately, mostly to complain about proposals that he be taxed more. And while the idea that someone worth $300 billion should in fact contribute more via taxes seems like it would be pretty uncontroversial. Uh, Musk has such a cult of personality that uh, people worth a hundredth of a percent of what he is, they're happy to come to his defense. And that is certainly deserving of person of the year, regardless of how depressing it is. Um, I do like his tweet from earlier in the week where, where he was like, I think I should just quit my job and become an influencer full time. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, no, then I'd have to see more of him. But I... well, he's not like, without the companies, he's not a big influencer. He's influential because he owns multiple uh, head of their industry companies. But I think a lot of people just think he's such a cool guy. It's really, it's fucking weird. Like he got into that whole thing with, he, like he's a reply guy now. He's a Bernie Sanders reply guy. And then this week he was a, a Elizabeth Warren reply guy. Cause she's just like, she posted, you know, maybe times person of the year should pay more in taxes. And he's like, whatever, Senator Karen. And everyone's like, woo. Yeah. He did it. He did the meme. But that, that it would be like, you know, he could shift, he could do price fluctuations with cryptocurrencies, but that's all John McAfee was yeah. after he wasn't in charge of McAfee. So it's like Elon without power, is he as influential and likable? He's all about the power, though. That's why he That's what I'm to... saying. Like, he wouldn't actually do that. That's why he and all these other people don't want to pay taxes. It's like you, you could literally never in a hundred lifetimes spend $300 billion, but it's just the fact that you have it, yeah. the fact that they want to take it from you. Yes. That's uh, that's a power situation, and no, 
No. He likes being the richest person on earth. Even if even if these taxes were put into effect, he'd still be the richest person yeah. on earth, but he'd be losing some of his dignity, I guess, in the process, and he can't have that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So now he's person of the year. Person of the year. Which I'm sure he's going to do great not, things to his ego. Not going to go to his head at all. No. Um, they're going to have him on SNL again. Sure, fuck it. I don't know if they actually are, I'm sure they will. That was like one of the worst things I've ever seen. That was one of the worst things that ever happened to Dogecoin, that's for sure. Uh, the, uh, the crypto people online are like, no! He, no, uh, no more SNL. I think he announced this week that uh, Tesla would start accepting Doge. and uh, for, so there, for merchandise. So there was like headlines was like, Doge bounces back. And I checked it. I'm like, I'm still down. Like the few shares that I, or the few the few Dogecoins that I still have, it's like, I'm still down well, it 200%. Hit, <laughs> it hit its like lowest point since yeah. uh, for, in a very long time and then bounced back like three cents. Yeah. So it went from like 15 to 19. Yeah. Um, so I think I still managed to turn a profit during that, uh, Dogecoin surge, but like, yeah, I still have like some, and it's just whittled down to like nothing. I just keep it in my, I, I just keep it to keep track of. That's uh, good rent. for your taxes. Sell it now at a loss. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, d- uh, government, look at me go. December 31st. Oh, Butterfingers. I, I lost this my money. My Dogecoins. Like, oh, uh, excuse me, tax man, <laughs> would, would a like $50 loss on Dogecoin uh, help my case at all? Yes. No? Mm. All right. Well. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it for today's episode of uh, Tech News Day. Uh, so, important things to note out but before we forget, because we only have a couple episodes left. Uh, one, most important, we're doing a live show in Austin, Texas, uh, January 15th. It's booked. It is. We are. We are, Flights are booked. We're going. Yeah. Uh, so, if you're in the Austin area, uh, we. I wish I had a link. I should probably just ask for a link to something. Yeah, I don't It's I a don't Rooster Teeth about. podcast thing. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be there. January 15th is a Saturday. Uh, Second, uh, we have just a few more episodes left, so we hope that you enjoy them. Uh, Then we're taking a a good, nice Christmas break. We'll be back at the beginning of the year. Uh, The beginning of the year might be... We're moving again. We're moving. We have to move again. So if a video or two is late that first week, we're really sorry. We have literally one day to move Mm -hmm. everything to another place. So we're sorry about that. It sucks for us, too. Uh, and then uh, we're going to have, I think, just one episode going up over the break. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, please watch all of our previous episodes. And uh, hopefully you can find some time to take a break for yourself this holiday season. Uh, in the meantime, we do have two more episodes for sure coming up with a third over the break. Uh, but check out the most recent episodes. If you can't get enough of us uh, being just horrifically saddened by the state of NFTs, we got a whole ep- other episode over here where McDonald's did a slur. And also, if you are uh, looking for more fuel to flame the war on Christmas fire, check out the most recent episode of Weekly Weird (laughs) News. And we'll see you uh, shortly for some more. Bye. Bye.